Hey guys, how's it going? It's Chris from Cash Rent. This is another episode of Creatively Speaking, and today we're going to talk about clicks and team building. Stay tuned. So guys, we're talking about team building and clicks. And, uh, you know, when it comes to team building, you know, I'm just going to touch base on it because I know a lot about it. So I've been doing these for relatively about 20 years as far as uh, doing team building games for corporations and organizations and schools. But we're not here to talk about our business. What we're here to talk about is, believe it or not, clicks in team building. Now, you might be Wondering, well, clicks, isn't that just like a high school thing? Well, the answer to the question is no. It exists uh, even in the corporate level. And, you know, team building is there for a specific reason. You know, a lot of people say, well, it's an icebreaker. Well, yeah, it is, you know, getting to know somebody. Yeah, that's the case too, sure. But it's a communication tool. And uh, a lot of people, when we talk about clicks and team building, the first thing they come uh, and, and come to the conclusion with is, well, if it's clicks, you're talking about field trips, you're talking about schools, middle schools, high schools. The answer to that question is not necessarily. It doesn't mean that doesn't exist. However, though, it does exist in the corporate market. So the key thing is, is that team building falls under so many different categories nowadays. It doesn't pertain only to scavenger hunts or obstacle courses. It could be uh, a cooking uh, team building exercise, uh, you know, creating bikes for charity type of exercise. There's just a variety of so many dozens upon dozens of different types of team building exercises. And with that, the key thing that we always say is when you create your team, like one question that we always get is like, you know, do you create the teams, Chris, or do we create the teams? Well, the answer to that question, quite frankly, is that the client creates the teams. And the reason for that is because you do not want, if you didn't do that, most likely you're going to have clicks on your team, you know, where people, everybody knows each other. Well, then you might ask me, well, in our work environment, don't we all know each other? Yeah, you might. You know, you might say hi to each other when you cross the hall or whatever the case might be. doesn't mean that you're buddy-buddy. So the key thing about it is we always ask our clients to create the teams. And when you create the teams, though, take the people that normally do not talk to one another. Not in a bad way, not in a confrontive way. They just don't tend to socialize as much. Because the key thing is, depending on the right team building game that you choose and we're going to talk about that in the second segment it really has to be strategic enough that it is does fall into a communication type of exercise so that way we don't want to sound corny about it new friends are created and we'll talk about this in the second segment so stay tuned and i really want you to choose the right team building exercise and how it pertains to your group so stay tuned i'll be right back Okay, so we talked about clicks and team building in the first segment. Now, on the second segment is choosing the right team building type of exercise. Now, again, like I said in the first segment, team building exercises come in a variety of different types of um, 
scenarios that you can choose from, you know, from competitive games to creative types of uh, exercises. The key thing to choose the right team building event is I want you to think about your group. You know, what kind of group are they? You know, do they are they a creative group? Um, what kind of industry are you in? Um, and with that being said, choose the right one that fits, you know, um, your company. However, if you have like, let's say you have some people that might be a little bit introverted, but they're, um, they love food. Maybe a cooking team building type of scenario would work best. How about if you have a bunch of extroverted competitive individuals? Well, that's where maybe an obstacle course or a scavenger hunt or something to that effect plays a massive role. How about if you have uh, a group that loves giving back? How about uh, a team building event where you create something that your the creation of let's say a bike or um, you know dollhouses or whatever you're taking that creation that you're putting that you created with your team and you are donating that work to a charitable cause. There are so many different ways, but you should study your group. You know, after all, you're the one that's put in the team building event. You don't you want to match the right team building event with the right uh, you know scenario for your group. That way, it's it's a good mix. Now, going back to the first segment, is create your teams, right? And so, what I want you to do is I want you to list down your participants or players, depending on what type of event you decide to choose. And I want you to look at it and really kind of think about, well, you know, uh, John and Mary here normally don't converse as much. And uh, Scott and uh, Tom don't necessarily uh, communicate as much. Well, there's team number one. If you have... Mike, Jay, Cheryl, and Michelle that always talk to one another and have lunch together and all that, well, that's the team that you don't put together. You have to sprinkle it because, like I said in the first segment, you don't want to be too corny about it, but you're trying to create new relationships uh, and new friendships and, with that, most importantly, new collaborations. That is what you're trying to achieve. You know, sometimes, you know, from doing team building events for almost close to 20 years, a lot of people just say, ah, just, we just want to do something fun and, you know, whatever. It's just kind of like, you know, just do an entertainment type of thing. Yeah, that's fine. It's great for us or anyone else that's the, you know, the person that's providing the business. But I think you should really do it for a reason that you do want to communicate. Look, I'm going to tell you a really quick story. It has nothing to do with the corporate market. But it does have, it's one of my favorite stories ever. And it, it comes down to about maybe about five or six years ago, maybe a little bit longer, but somewhere in that you know time frame. We did a girls high school hockey team for a team building event. Now, I want you to understand again, it was a hockey team, a high school hockey team. So the girls came along with their you know, uh, adult staff and some parents were there as well. So we split them into their teams. The teams were premeditated, like I had requested. And with that being said, remember what I said about the formula, people that normally do not communicate with one another. Well, the end of the story will amaze you in many ways. 
The bottom line is they played the game. It was a two-hour game. They come back to us. We could typically collect the game bags, and off we go tabulate the scores. Then we return back to them. Well, we had tabulated the scores. It was time to give out the results and the medals to our winners. When we approached the group, we noticed to the far right, uh, we were in an outdoor area, that the girls, as far as the players, the hockey team, was sitting Indian style in a circular type of way, right? Just kind of sitting in a circle on the ground. The parents were standing there, and I said, you know, went up to them, and I said, all right, guys, I'm here to present the medals and tell the girls about the results. And they said, and I quote, can you not go over there just yet? And it puzzled me for a second. And I said, sure, yeah, why? Because they're talking to one another. Now, I had a little pause. I didn't know what they were talking about. And quite frankly, it didn't make sense. So I asked, they're talking to one another. And the response from the parents was yes. And the reason why is that these kids normally would come to practice practice, you know, suit up and then, you know, uh, get ready to go back home and then they would come to the game, do their job, communicate as players on the ice, but would not socialize, you know, behind the scenes. I was amazed. I was totally amazed that this was a team, a team, mind you, not a new team. A team that was together for two years and they were sitting there talking about what they just did in our scavenger hunt. What photographs they did, what did they find, the funny videos, etc, etc. They were socializing about something outside of what they would normally do together on an everyday basis. It was amazing. I mean, it was truly amazing. And when I think about it now, telling you the story, it, it makes me want to shake my head because that's the society that we're living now in where, you know, social media plays into a role and it's a heads-down environment as you might hear that terminology. And, you know, you see a lot of people socialize on social media, but, you know, face-to-face, that doesn't exist, which is weird. I'm 47 years old and I'm coming from a social environment anyone my age and older where you would have to communicate with one another right because there was no such thing as tech or devices on or all or any of that but that was not anything to do with devices per se but it was in regards to a group of whatever it was 14 girls 15 girls that would come to play hockey and practice and compete but would never communicate And this small little team building exercise that they did made them want to communicate, made them want to converse, and dare I say, form friendships? Amazing. So, in conclusion, plan your team building event or exercise the right way. Choose the right one. But before you do, make it a perfect match. As far as the personalities of your participants or your players alongside with the exercise. Guys, thank you so much. This is Chris from Cashron. This is another episode of Creatively Speaking. As always, I hope you guys are enjoying these episodes. Hopefully, I'm not only entertaining you 
for a few moments of your time, but also educating you as well. Always have a notebook handy. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for sharing it. I always love looking at those analytics and seeing how much you guys are enjoying those podcasts. Have a fantastic day, and I'll talk to you soon.